got it. All right, so, hey guys. We have a new uh, guest here today. Well, our very first guest um, here on the Going Within podcast. And I'm here with Jen, my co-host, and Jamie Roth. Yay! Hey. We got to make a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie, um, you came to us through the universe, um, through Jen first. You met Jen first at the pool. And, mm-hmm. um, that day, Jen, Jen texted me and she was like, oh my gosh, you know, you wouldn't believe I met this lady. Oh, her energy is just so good. And we were just talking and talking and talking. <laughs> we were just flowing. And I was like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. She's going to be on the podcast. She's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> and my and son was like, who are you talking to all day? Your son was mom. there? Was- <laughs> and yeah, I was there with my three boys. And uh, okay. I was like, or no, my son said, one of my sons said, what are you talking about? You know, that lady just really got in the conversation and didn't stop. And I said, yes. uh, I'll give you a hint. He was like, is it weird healing stuff? And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that was so cool. You know, how, you know, we cross paths with like-minded people and healers, just healers. And I was so excited when Jen um, told me that you were a Reiki master as well. I was like, yes, I need another Reiki master to connect with and to ask questions. And you've been doing it um, way longer than me. Um, according to your website, I, I glimpsed your website and I saw how long you were doing it. And I was like, like, yeah, that's the, you know, I need people who have been doing it for a while so that I can, you know, learn from, you know, and um, yeah, so it's so awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's get right into it because we don't have that much time and uh, a lot of our time, you know, passed and it's not your fault, Jen. It's not your fault. We're not blaming Mercury you. Retrograde. It's the Mercury, Mercury retrograde. retrograde. I'm telling you what I am telling you, whenever I am doing something like this, or I always get like this block and I'm, and, yeah. and I know it just wants to make me mad and, and then I'm mm-hmm. not going to give it the energy. So, right. um, but I just, I just kept going. I'm telling you in the years of doing the zoom two years, I've never ran into the issue yeah. ever. So I was yeah. like, not today, not today. Yeah. <laughs> just keep on going. Yeah. yeah. Not today. Yeah, There's the, really the nothing more premium. irritating than electronic stuff. I don't know why, like it's such a part of yeah. our world, but yep. nothing really aggravates me more than when my phone or something just doesn't work how it's supposed to and it's right. like of course things are gonna not work sometimes but it's super I irritating yeah. it, it is yeah. it is oh my gosh sometimes you just want to fling the phone across. yes i'm done with you yes. technology yeah. like i said i have three kids three kids and so they um when they were young and they first started getting on electronics you know they we, they have to have a lot of help from their parents and neither me or my husband are really here for it. It was just kind of like, why can't, isn't this your generation? Like, can't you just take the tablet and magically know what to do with it? Like, right. you know, and you got to like download all these stuff and apps and child protective stuff. And like, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not that pleasant to have to manage your own, much less three other human beings. So anyways, <laughs> no, but I mean, right. we're, so ble- we're so blessed. We're so blessed by it. We're so blessed. <laughs> by, like, by, we're so blessed. Here we are on Zoom able to do this. We're so blessed. <laughs> yeah so okay so jamie um i guess we'll just start off with uh, i want to ask you a a couple questions if you don't mind and then you can 
just take take it away you know um just let us know about you and who you are um so i just wanted to ask this first question where are you originally from are you from lafayette born and raised no i was born and raised in boulder colorado and okay. um then i lived in seattle washington brazil for a year mississippi for 10 years and now lafayette um nine years so i've lived nice. a little bit of everywhere mm -hmm. okay cool how was how was brazil it was amazing brazilians yeah. are so life-loving and i don't know they just kind of get it like they don't go by this time thing that's very like american culture so it's like yes. you, i had to take off my watch now i was 18 when i went there with an exchange student so i had to learn to take off my watch so they'd say oh we'll meet at seven and really it was 10 o'clock and at first that used to irritate me but then i realized they were just more go with the flow and i don't oh, know what it is they just had such happy positive spirits for the most part and i loved it the food's delicious it was just it's a great culture it's a great country yeah the the, the okay so that what you just said about the time that really sparked something in me because i was telling jen about this book that i started reading i i got it um a few years ago before covid and um it's called waking up in with in waking up in 5d by maureen i forgot the last name but it's an audiobook and she's talking about waking up in the fifth dimension and and um time like as we're transitioning from the third dimension into the fourth dimension or three, five, eight, right. or, you know, um, right. to the fourth dimension, to the fifth, where time, we know we, in the third dimension, we go by linear time. And then she was just saying that in the fifth dimension, like you said, how you explain Brazil, mm -hmm. she was exactly that. She was like, it's just like, there's no really, there's not really, time you don't really focus on time anymore in a fifth dimension it's just oh, we're just living our lives you know what right. happens whenever we get there we get there type of right. yeah okay that's very interesting you Sorry, know just... it's it's interesting because um i don't know about for you as a healer but time is one of the more challenging things to express to people in a healing or reading uh, particularly, yeah. I also am a, a medium channeler. And so, um, you know, I do speak to, you know, people that have passed over. And I do believe there is somewhat of a process by the time from the time we die to the time we embody ourselves as just full spirit form, you know, without that physical, without any of the physical aspects. And, okay. um, and so anyways, when I read for people as a medium, you know, their loved ones coming through, um, I find that people want, you know, time information, like how long has something been? Or I, if I say, you know, I'm sensing that that person hasn't fully transitioned, you know, they want to know what that means on this very, very uh, 3D or time linear life. And I have to explain a lot to clients, like time is really a man-made thing. It's literally mm -hmm. so we don't bump around each other up into each other constantly you know it's just to give us specifications but that's a very very human made you know construct and so timelines are challenging in readings um or when talking about you know people passing over and kind of where are they in the ethers at this point how long have they been there and actually people don't focus on that too much but i just you're what uh, uh prompted you prompted me to think about that you know in science i find time do you find that as well that like 
you know, people yeah. are like, well, when is this going to happen? And I, and I can read as an intuitive, I can ask for that specific from spirits and their spirits from my guides, whomever, you know, and mm-hmm. I can give timelines and they're usually pretty accurate, but at the same time, it's almost like, <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So, so, sorry. No, I'm, I'm just getting really excited. So that leads me to another question. Have you ever um, accessed the Akashic records? Or do you I access have, it frequently? Or do you even know about it? I know about it. I actually just okay. had mine open a couple nights ago. And I've had a reading for myself several years ago, actually, that I kept it. I have it in an email and I, keep, I read it occasionally. Um, but I, that's not one thing I personally delve into as one of my abilities that I, you know, there's so many options for how to, you know, access yes. information yeah, and, that's and energy true. and things like that. Um, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think as healers, we tend to have our strong skills and ones that we don't, yeah. you know, people ask me about astrology a lot. And I always say, yeah. that's not my language. I believe in it. I love it. But I refer to other professionals for it. Like, I'm not trying to learn that one language. I don't have time for that. I'll leave that to people who just that resonates so deeply. So that's like the Akashic Records for me is like, I'll let Mm -hmm. someone else get become an expert on that. Uh, that be one of their gifts where they tap into it. So I personally don't use that as one of my tools. Okay. Okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Do you use them? Do you open the Akashic Records? Either Um, of you, Jen? Jen, you want to say something, Jen? We, Sheena and I, yeah, we kind of been dazzled into it a little bit um, on our last podcast that we did. Um, and it's actually, Sheena actually found them at a store. Yeah. And um, you found she, your Akashic records at a store? <laughs> like it was in the Walmart aisle, like aisle four. Five like, below. Sheena, five yeah. below. Five below. <laughs> like, Sheena, here they are, Akashic Records. Like, yeah, they were calling out to me. They were calling out yeah, to me. They were five like, and below. Up. Can you believe it? Yeah. Yeah, five and That's below. So funny. Yeah. So she's like, Jen, Jen, you got these are calling out to me. I, I'm just going to get you some of these books. I had to go back and get. I said, okay, all right, all right, all right. So. Um, I just started reading them and, um, started, um, just really deeping or diving deeper into it. Um, like there's just different elements to it, but it's very interesting. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. go ahead. I was going to say, um, it's kind of, I, I have to wonder though, again, speaking to how many options and tools there are for, you know, reading energy or understanding these spiritual topics. Um, and I'm sitting here thinking like, no, I don't, that's not one of my tools, the Akashic records or whatever. But then I'm sitting here going, but I wonder if one day, cause I've had ancestral lineage healing open up to me recently. Um, and that was something I was saying, oh, I was also saying, well, that's just not really my expertise right now or past lives. I believe in them. I've seen some for myself. Occasionally I've seen them for clients, but it's not what I really strive for, go for to search. And um, the universe let me know real quick this weekend that boop, level up next, next up ancestral lineage healing stuff. So I'm sure <laughs> one day down the road, it'll be like, hey, time for a classic record stuff. You know? uh, yep. like, yeah. I don't know. It's there, you know, it's just so. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, actually yeah. was just thinking about that book just like two days ago. 
You were, you know what, Jen? I I confess, I have not dived 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 into that book yet, and I don't know. I've had an Akashic Record book before, like a whole book on it. I don't know what happened to it. For some reason, I started reading the book, and then I would always stop. It's almost as if it's like my higher self is telling me, eh, "You got some more work to do first. Mm-hmm. You got some more work to do first. You got some more work to do first. Yeah, not that. You can if you want to, but I'm telling you, you're not ready yet. Yeah. That kind of thing. So, but I feel like I'm actually ready now. So I really right. need to because it's been coming up more than. Um, Sometimes when we get things like that, it may not be in that time or that moment that we need it. Yes. And then when it's been spoken to us, we have it. And yeah. then it's, you'll know in all your being that it's time for it. Yes. And I think yes. this is a good opportunity to start with the audience because I'm guessing you have a variety of people, people who are healers themselves, people who are interested mm-hmm. in healing or interested in being a healer or learning. And so I just want to say for the audience on that note that um, you're, I, I totally agree with you, Jen. And I think the key is to just like listen and be open because the ancestral lineage stuff was spoken to me a couple months ago. And I've been doing my work long enough and I'm very guided by my intuition. I live I live by my intuition and energy reading um, and common sense and logic, but um, strongly intuition. And so I know when to like catch something. And so as soon as I heard it spoken, like, and I can't remember how it was said, but it was something to the effect of like, you know, you need to be doing ancestral lineage stuff, but it was just like a person, you know? And so I didn't dismiss it, but I just thought, okay. And if that's going to come, then come to me, you know, like there's something I will latch onto and seek out like, oh, that's so neat. And I want to learn more, but sometimes I know to just sit back and let it come to me. And usually that's if I'm just very busy. <laughs> so it's like, well, mm-hmm. universe, <laughs> knock me over with it. If you want me to, you know, if that's the next step, bowl me over with it. Cause I don't got time to go search it out for myself. So sure enough, I heard about it a couple more times and then bam, it was right in my face. And the universe was like, now, <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now. yeah. Isn't it amazing how our intuition works too? it's like you get that feeling like now go go now yeah but nudging twice about it yeah just gotta make make a move yeah it's amazing all right well um i oh i have another question for you and then jen i don't know you probably have questions too i'm sure (laughs) um how what what influenced you or what what spark your interest in becoming a, a Reiki practitioner practitioner or slash master? Um, I actually started my healing journey through massage therapy and I went to this really fabulous school um, in Seattle, Washington. It doesn't exist any longer, unfortunately. Um, but it was a really great school and they offered just a total variety of classes aside from like their style of massage. Um, and so it became pretty clear to me what kind of massage therapist I was going to be like the offerings were pretty obvious. Like there's like sports massage where you're going to go actually help athletes. And it's a very specific kind of massage. There's very like spa like massage where you yeah. might not even manipulate that body, the body as much as it's more like relaxation and essential oils and, you know, things for just chilling. And um, then there's deep tissue massage. And then they actually offer the opportunity to take Reiki as like an elective course. And um, it just, it just sparked my interest and I took it. 
And it was just one of those life experiences that as soon as I took it, like while I'm in the class, like I couldn't get enough information. Like it was practically like a five-year-old at the kindergarten, you know, teacher's <laughs> leg just being like, more, more, tell me everything. Like I was just eating up yeah. the whole experience, the information. And that was 20 years ago. I've been doing Reiki for 20 years. And it became very clear to me that kind of massage therapist I was, was going to be more towards like healing and energy work. Um, but Reiki just has always spoken to me so deeply. Um, one of my favorite things about it is that I feel like it's this very accessible way for people to start to learn energy. You know, it's for yeah. everyone. It's not mm-hmm. this like, I'm so no special, you're so special. We're chosen ones right. for Reiki. No, 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 no. Right, really energy right. work, intuition is for everybody. We, we three of us Absolutely. know that. But most oh, people yes. don't. They think it's some magic that, you know, it's right. magic it's too. But, you know, for we're us. collected. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. I like to teach Reiki because it's, to me, it's, I feel like, especially Reiki One, is such an excellent sort of be- beginner, beginner course into like stepping into energy, amping up yep. your, you know, hear, starting to hear your intuition and exploring energy. And so I love Reiki for that reason, but I can actually attest an all truth to since I did Reiki one 20 years ago, um, I have given Reiki every day for 20 years, um, whether it's to myself, my children, animals, mm-hmm. friends, whoever, um, I just, it just spoke to me and I never stopped doing it. So um, I absolutely love Reiki. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. I uh, Reiki is a big part of my life as well. Um, I usually, everything, every time I have a headache, a stomach ache, anything like yeah. that, I give my feet Reiki. Um, I've never given it to pets though, which which was another one of my questions if you had ever given it to pets, which you already mm-hmm. answered. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, I my dog about- does not like it. My, my dog that I had <laughs> did not like it until okay. she was dying. And then she really received it. And I'm sure it was basically pain, pain relief for her. Um, yeah. She probably just didn't need it. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a vibrational level that's up there, faster vibrational level. And I don't mm-hmm. think that my dog needed it. Cats tend to love Reiki. Um, and if oh, I do, do it, and yes, if there's cats in the area where I'm doing Reiki, they usually come right up um, yeah. and want to just be right there. <laughs> I have a client house that I go to uh, for social work and they have, like three, four cats, and they are always all around me. Yes, they feel you. They want to rub up on me and rub up on me. And one came around my neck one time and it just laid there like a scarf. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) I was allergic, so I'd have to be like, you're cute, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay, guys, you can go now. (laughs) But it's like they come and they take... One of the conversations Jen and I... Oh, I'm sorry. No, That's no, one of the ahead. conversations Jen and I had at Tropic and Nicole was we were talking about Reiki and she brought you up and um, yeah. I remember I was wondering if you got attuned yet Jen because I remember specifically saying to you like you were like well I don't know if I'm ready yet and I was like yeah. no well, you're ready let's I've actually you. Oh, you did. yeah and I've actually tell me about pra- that I've actually been kind of practicing on my kids because I still fully I mean, I, be- I believe in Reiki a thousand percent. I do. Oh, yes, and, do. um, um, my 10 year old, um, she was at the, the pool that day too. Yeah. Um, she was having stomach yeah. problems and uh-huh. I think I told Sheena this cause it kind of like frightened me a little bit, uh-huh. but, um, 
my intuition just told me to just kind of rub my hands back and forth and then go around in circles like this Mm -hmm. until they were nice and warm Mm -hmm. and then I placed them on the area that was bothering her Uh and within like five minutes the pain went away the discomfort went away so she closed my hand magic hands magic hands yeah (laughs) I like that so my five-year-old it's so interesting that you bring this up because even just this morning my five-year-old who I've never done it to she slept on her neck wrong and she was complaining about her neck so I immediately um well you worked that magic I worked I yeah yeah, (laughs) and she was shocked and I was surprised but the really interesting thing is is that when I um did it with Livy this morning I was working my hands like this Mm -hmm. I could see an energy ball in my hands rolling with light yes did you say you could see it or she could I could it was me I and it kind of frightened me but I just kept going and it was just going faster and then faster and then I would just know and then there would be like a certain color Uh, I actually sent some Sheena um Uh we were talking I think yesterday and my intuition when she was talking to me I just really got like focused on her like every energy that I had I that on Sheena and then I did the energy and I just I could feel heat just right now in this heat uh-huh. and then I just uh, gave it to her like this and I told her, I said, this is what I did. Um, you know, I, I casually was like, let me know if you feel anything. And then she was, she told me that she actually had goosebumps. Like goosebumps appeared. Yes. So this is, just happened. So I did Ava a few months ago. And I did Libby this morning. And then Sheena was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Now, Jamie, uh, Jen has, I don't, Maybe you can more tap into her energy, um, but she 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 has a, a, a specific gift. I'm not sure exactly what it is. If it's clairvoyance or uh, uh, sentience or something. She can see stuff. Like she can see. I was just thinking that. And I was about to ask yeah. you actually, Jen, about that, about the clairvoyance piece and how strong that is for you. Stuff. I was yes. literally wondering that when you're saying I saw from it. Day thought, one, oh. From day one, since she was my client the first day, we had a, a talk and then I was just like, you have a gift, Jen. You you need yeah. to, there's a, and, there's something that you need to work on. To, yeah, to, I, I've know, had other healers mm-hmm. say things to me like that. Um, yeah. But I mean, it doesn't happen like all the time, but if I really tune in like really 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 tune in um I can really hear things like if once I'm laying down at night and I'm going into a deeper part of a sleep I will hear like radio stations it's like a radio station it's like a frequency 
yeah or i'll hear i'll sometimes i'll hear like um somebody just shouting my name like ah! like that and it doesn't that. scare me anymore right. before i was like holy shit something yeah something seriously yeah. yeah does that but, happen to right. you too jamie yeah uh yes definitely but i'm um experienced enough in entities and i like my sleep so when they come to me and I'm trying to sleep, usually, um, are you a curse-friendly production or should I keep it clean? <laughs> no, it's explicit. It's explicit. Yeah, yeah we, okay. we, we like our language. I, I literally will be like, go the fuck away, I'm sleeping. <laughs> like, yeah. you, if you have something to say, you can say during the daytime, okay, like, yeah. this is my sleep. Like, I literally, and then it just usually reminds me that I want to get up and pee, so I, like, cut up, like, I push something out of the way, like, no, wait. <laughs> Uh, not yeah. right now and i like yeah it doesn't and then crawl back into bed i'm like another time yeah it doesn't yeah. it doesn't happen a lot but when it does happen i just kind of i just ignore it so, so that's um, their audience so you have some clear audience uh, going on I mean, clair, clairvoyance obviously um that's one of the things i do is i uh teach a developing intuition class and it's a four-hour class and it's really fun because it's hands-on and it goes through the four clairs the clairsentience clairvoyance claircognizance and clairaudience um you know the clairs of hearing the clear of hearing seeing knowing and um visual um mm -hmm. and it's just really fun because it's very it's a lot of hands-on practice and people like that so it's a good time it's a it's a nice just beginner course to teach people that intuition is a sixth sense that everybody has and we should all be using it much more and but I also point out how often people are actually using it but they don't think about yeah. it or realize it right. or just mm -hmm. even think about how many professions like the other day I was thinking about how many professions 100% have to be using intuition hugely every time police officers yep. yes obviously they're going through all this training they're being very mental they're scanning mm -hmm. they probably have trauma responses so they're hyper vigilant I get all that mm -hmm. they're scanning I get it but you cannot tell me that they are also not tapping into intuition to see like how safe am I or how unsafe am I or like what's around this door? Right. Okay, I'm entering in this space, where may that person be? You know, mm -hmm. um, I have yep. so many, so many every day that people don't even realize. Like you, I guarantee you're using nurses, intuition. Doctors. Yeah, yes, do sure. yes, doctors exactly, nurses a hundred percent. Like okay, you're hearing the patient in front of you, you're getting all the logical information, the facts, you get your blood test, yada, yada, yada. But yeah. still, you have to have a sixth sense to be looking at this client in front of you and figuring out some, some other piece of it. I mean, it's just, right. it's so wild to me that people feel so distanced from it and if, as if it's just not a thing. And I'm like, the other part that just drives me a little batty about it is like, people are willing to believe in some, god in the sky or what have you that's fine but yes. you can't believe that you yourself might have some prophetic vision capabilities or just a way to guide yourself to live safely you know to make good choices um, it's like, interesting you that you brought that up i don't mean to cut you off yeah, go ahead. um but when my husband and i used to go to church and, and he can vouch for this he's actually in the other room he might even just be listening but it gets so him and I would be talking and all of like I would just I don't know I would just you know be talking to him and um just encouraging and um 
you know, just kind of listening of what was on my heart while I was talking to him. And then it never failed. When we would go to church the next day, the next day, it was almost the exact message I gave him. The exact, I was like, I believe it. I was like, holy totally shit, I just said it. all this. Like confirmation. Yep. Like last yeah, night. Confirmation. Like, just, yep. So finally I went and I talked to, I, I did talk to the pastor. So listen, I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, it's freaking me out. I said, because I'm talking to my husband and you're giving the same message that I just basically gave him last night. And it's kind of, it's kind of freaking me out because it was happening more and more and more and more. Like it was like all the time. And so he told me, um, pastor judge told me, he said, um, that there are people that can hear and, Mm. uh, know, and, and not to be afraid of it. And, um, he said, so, um, just, you know, if you, if, if you hear it, he said, um, know that it is coming from a good place mm-hmm. and, um, and know that, you know, basically, you know, you're kind of lucky that this happens to you because not everybody has this, but I'll, I never, I could never like when I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was just sitting yeah. like, like thinking I'm having like a deja vu yeah but it was like I literally just said this to my husband and then now we're sitting here and it was damn near the same thing I said well I agree with Sheena you know confirmation and that's what I tell people um in readings all all the time is a good reading like where it's just more like the pure psychic reading where I'm just like kind of tapping into your path that you're on and the trajectory of it um, I always tell people like a good reading is when you walk away and you've had lots of confirmation because mm-hmm. these are things you've already heard in your heart somewhere right. or felt mm-hmm. or had an understanding of or known, but you just didn't believe it. You brushed it off uh, or it was just a soft enough whisper that you were able to kind of just not hear it or ignore it. But now when someone else's voice comes at you and says that messaging and it hits you, like if it's not resonating, you know what I'm saying, then I'm either wrong, right. which is fine or we need to move mm-hmm. on, or it's not the right messaging for right now. Um, but it's hitting for a reason, because you actually already know this in you. So really readings and, and healer work is really confirmation. Yeah. yeah. Now, the other thing that I do, not that I do, sorry, I just, I don't know what I just said, but um, my computer does things on its own, <laughs> um, is I will, sometimes I will wake up no, obviously I wake up, but I, in the morning, <laughs> I wake up sometimes, um, I'll have like a vision of a death. I don't know who it is. I don't really, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know that we're going to hear about it and it's going to be big. Like it'll just come out of nowhere. So my first, very first thing was you'll never guess and you'll laugh your asses off when I tell you. <laughs> Joan Rivers. Oh, wow. And then she came to me in a dream. Wow. I wonder what the connection is there. I used to watch her all the time on E because I thought she was absolutely fabulous. Like, I I wonder if you're like related. (laughs) Like, Uh, you know, then then I talk to you. 
Yeah. So then, um, it was, uh, um, Betty White. Well, before that, I love Betty White. Before yeah. that, it was um, the girls that died in Delphi. Oh, that was a bad, bad, bad feeling. Bad. And I remember looking at my daughter, Kara, the one that you met at the pool. Mm-hmm. Right. I said to her, I go, I'm telling you, something bad's going to happen with kids. I don't know where, I don't know who, but we're going to hear it and it's going to be very, very sad. I can feel it. And like two days later, the whole thing happened with Delphi. Then it was um, the same thing. And it ended up being her boyfriend's uncle overdosed. And then it was um, um, when I had my hit and run. Remember, Shane, I had my hit and run. Then when I woke up that morning, I heard, you're going to get an hour. And that day I, and then um, the Betty White one, because I told Kara, I said, it's somebody, it's somebody that we don't know. And the queen. And it's just, I get, I wake up and I get this feeling of death, big feeling of death. Now I'm like frightened from it, but I know something major is going to happen, but I don't, like I said, I don't know who it is, but I know it's going to be somebody that we're, we're going to see visual, you know, and then, or it's going to be somebody that we personally know. Mm. So it's not, you know what I mean? I don't know if I, if I can break it like that, but, um, Mm-hmm. So I just want to point out for a second, a couple things. One is you have now said, I hear multiple times. So you're very clear audience. So audience. If that's, mm-hmm. yeah, you're very clear audience. Um, that was one of the ways I realized I was actually had actually that Akashic record reading that I did. I don't even know how many years ago, a long time. Um, she was actually the first one to tell me I was clear audience. And I was just like, what? No, I don't think so. And I actually hadn't even ever heard of clear audience. I wasn't even sure what it was. And, um, and then sure enough, after that session with her, the reading with her, I realized how often I was saying when I was talking with clients, like I hear I'm right now, I'm hearing this for you or this about you. I'm hearing this. And then I was like, Oh, I'm totally clear. Like listen to how you describe events to people or situations yeah. or a Especially too, like if you're in conflict, like a, a disagreement with somebody and you're wanting them to understand you, you yes. will use the words in which you want to be understood because it's the way you perceive information. So like, right. I, um, you know, like um, uh, you might really express that you're trying to feel something, you know, you're not, you're not understanding my feelings in the situation. You know, that might be for someone who, who says that a lot, who is a feeler, who is, you know, clairsent- uses clairsentient a lot, who's oh, an empath. Yeah. Yes, me <laughs> I'm too. A I'm highly, yeah, I'm highly clairsentient as well. Highly um, or people like yeah. us, Jen, who say like, oh, it's like I heard this or, but if you're in contact, you might be like, you're not hearing me. You're That's not what hearing I say. What I'm telling you. I'm right. hearing you. You're not listening <laughs> exactly. to me yes. because you're always listening. You're always hearing. That's how you perceive and receive right. information. Yeah. So, so that's one of the ways I teach people about, you know, yeah. understanding their intuition more, start listening to themselves first and foremost. What verbiage are you using to describe things or to things. get people to try to understand you? You're right. not yeah. seeing me. Why aren't you seeing me? I'm seeing right me. here and I'm trying or to like, touch myself I say, to you. But- I say a lot, like, am I the only one that has eyes? 
right. I'm the only one that has <laughs> eyes around here. And I do say the other things like, can you, don't you hear what I'm saying to you? Like, what are, what are you not understanding what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah. So words yeah. are important speaking, Same. you know, be, you know, so anyways, that's a good tip. Um, but then I just want to say to you, I mean, you've already heard this before and I was going to say it before you gave all those examples, but I don't know if you need to hear it from somebody else or what the situation is, but you're extremely psychic. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm using that word today. I actually prefer the word intuitive because I think it's a little less, well, unfortunately, the word psychic has gotten a bad rap over the years, you know, like yeah. the TV psychics yeah. that may or may not have been true. Some of them were, some of them were not right. real. Um, yeah. And so I've always tried to steer clear from any, you know, negative connotations as I've built my business. Um, but for some reason, I'm wanting to use the word psychic. Um, and in a positive fashion, for sure, because there's nothing wrong with the word. There's nothing wrong with the meaning. I'm even embracing right. it a little bit more as I go into it. Like, just own it, Jamie, right. you know, because right. people don't know either way. If you say you're an intuitive, they're like, what's that? If you say you're psychic, what's they're that? like, what's that? You know, either way, they don't know. It don't but, matter. Um, Jen, <laughs> you are very, very psychic. And um, I feel like I'm meaning it in the sense of, um, see, I feel like I'm meaning it. That's my verbiage, uh -huh. right? Because I'm a feeler. Yep. I feel like I'm meaning it in the way, like when I'm, I'm listening to and I'm dialed in, um, you definitely have prophetic vision for mm -hmm. sure, obviously. You just yeah. gave like 10 examples. Um, right. But the other thing is, if I can actually see you using some divination tools like tarot or something, do you play with those at all or have inter you know interest in them? I have. I, me and Kara have. Because um, I can see you doing readings for people like I, you're psychic to the point where I don't feel like it's just for you and for like your personal life. Like, I think you're meant to share it. And I think you're meant right. to do readings for people. She shares it with me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I don't, I don't know. It, take it or leave it, you know, <laughs> but I just, I like listening to you and I'm looking, you know, I'm, I can't help it. I'm always reading people. I tell people all the time, I'm like a robot, like lasers come out of my eyes and I scan the entire <laughs> time. Like when I walk in a room, I'm right. scanning, my lasers go out people, and it's not to be rude or invasive. It's just my natural, it's right. just what's yep. happening. You can't stop that shit at this point for me. I'm just, too deep just, into it. So right. right. You're just tapping in. <laughs> You know, yeah. Again. So I was like, "Watch, well, let's look at you read," and I'm just like, "And she's like super psychic." Yes. <laughs> and then I heard, "I wonder when she needs to stop being afraid of it." Oh, and here's the thing: I think the reason a tool is helpful because one, then you can channel and direct the information like this stuff you're getting. That I guess we could kind of suggest it's kind of negative, like a bunch of death, a little scary, frightening. Mm -hmm. Um. Maybe you're used to it, so you're not. But most people don't, don't just want to receive that information. So I'm wondering if a tool like tarot is something that could help you sort of channel that energy and that information and then not, you know, this intuition that comes through you. But also mainly because I am hearing that the fear factor that's preventing you from just fully like owning it. And like, because you sound like when you're talking, it sounds like you're sort of a newbie kind of no kind of don't yeah. and I'm sitting here watching you going oh my god she's like really extremely psychic <laughs> and she's playing this like she, she's dumbing herself down version of no. it like, well you know I kind of get an intuition 18 times a day yeah. and you know yeah. I kind of know when people are gonna die and stuff you know I mean yeah. you know like I'm just letting but you know it started that... getting to be so common that I would call my daughter I'm like hey guess what He's gonna die today, but I don't know who. 
Yeah. And she's like, you okay, literally well, even had a pastor confirm for you. And that is very unusual because most of the time, yeah, you know, religion, they're going to say, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Pastor Dutch yeah. was like, when I told him, he said, cause I said, I go, listen, I go, I need to talk to you in your office. Cause it's some deep stuff. And he was like, and he's only like four and nine. Like he's not he's old, old man. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, he, we sat down in his office and I said, listen, I said, I'm getting really freaked out. I said, because I'm already saying your sir, I'm already saying your sermons before I even get here. And this is happening more. The more I'm coming here, the more it's happening. And I said, and, and I don't know if this is a good thing or if this is a bad thing. And it's freaking me out, man. And he was like, he just kind of started laughing. And he said, um, Jen, he says, it, it's a gift and a not, not a lot of people can hear it. So yeah. you really should pay attention to it. Right. And it's not a bad thing. I don't and, know how much more confirmation um, you need, lady. I know. Yeah. So I just get the confirmation left and right. Right. I suggest the tool because what I'm understanding about it is that it will help you get out of the doubt and the fear place if you feel like you just have a way to like so like something else to focus on. You know what I mean? Like instead of you yeah. putting the responsibility of like I'm seeing it, but maybe it's wrong. I feel like right. if you use a tool like tarot, you can channel that mm -hmm. energy to feel like it's the card saying it. And that will give you some practice to build your confidence and your confirmation because the more confirmation you get about your correctness, eventually you're, I mean, you would just be in choosing denial at that point. But you know what I right. mean? <laughs> right, right, so right. That's what I'm hearing for you. And I would encourage, but you know, do what feels yeah. right to you. Yeah, thank you. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. So, so Jamie, um, do you, where can, okay. So if somebody wanted to get uh, readings from you or uh, sessions with you, where would they be able to find you? Did you want to um, share your screen? I will. Okay. Um, oh boy, where did it go on my website? Uh, my website is um, intuitiveencounters.com. And that is all um, one word, intuitive, the word intuitive, and then encounters.com. And for okay. some reason it is, I can share, but it won't show. Oh, there it is. Okay. And how often that? do you hold your classes? So Reiki is pretty popular and I host that about every two, two or three months. Really, I host that one based on um, a request. Like someone will come to me and be like, oh, I'm interested in learning Reiki. And I'm like, great, then I'll plan a class. And then the rest, you know, mm -hmm. the rest of the students kind of manifest. So I'm thinking about hosting yeah. one in November. Um, but I host about two events a month. So, um, and they're growing. They're not even all on my website yet for the fall. I'm about to throw a bunch up, but um, I'm going to be doing women's healing circles, potentially Reiki shares, a bi-weekly, so Reiki share where like people who practice Reiki get together and uh, we trade off with partners or we literally stand in a circle and do like shoulder, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Which um, I'm going to be part shoulder. of next time. Yes. I was just thinking um, me too. Yeah, you too, and Jen, then, yeah. Um, yep. And then I want to do, um, I also do breath work. So I lead people through um, breath work, uh, healing work. Um, and uh, right. I think hosting a bi-weekly breath work meditation group. Um, <clears throat> so I also do the developing intuition workshop. And then I'll be hosting more and more retreats. So I just host one July, the three-day transformational retreat. 
uh, here in West Lafayette, which is exciting because there's quite a few local people that want stuff like this, are looking for it, but you have to travel to Indy, which isn't that far, but might require a hotel stay to really be invested or, you know, you have to travel with like Sedona or somewhere where these things are more common. So I definitely have had people that are very excited to find something in our town um, and also people okay. that are willing to come out of town. Um, I have clients all over the world, actually. Um, okay. But my next transformational retreat is going to be in February. Again, it'll be a three day and it's really a body, mind, spirit retreat. So the it's about uh, learning about the different aspects of being a human being and having a human experience. So it's body, mind, and spirit. Sure. And so we do things like uh, breath work, journaling. Um, we shake it out because we need some somatic healing. We got to move our bodies. Um, mm -hmm. I did bring in a yoga instructor. I did bring in um, someone, oh, an art therapist who led art. So it wasn't Ooh. just me. It was mainly me. But I had several different other healers come in. Um, I had an acupuncturist come in. She did not give acupuncture, but she talked about it. She talked about Chinese medicine as an option, a tool. So, okay. um, yeah, so I actually offer a ton of things. My, the intuitive sessions are really, honestly, I would say the least of what I do. I have a lot of clientele who come to me who have been coming to me for 16 years for readings. You know, they need a little catch up. They need a little you know, leg up or where they're at, this new space in their journey. And I really love those relationships because those people have, um, you know, I've watched like their families grow up. Like some of those clients literally had, you know, two-year-olds starting off and here we are 16 years later and they're, you know, in college becoming adults and things. It's really pretty awesome. Um, but my, my, the healing work that I'm most preferable to is a very deep transformational energetic experience. And it involves well, Reiki is very much my foundation, I have moved much into my own healing modality, but I will probably get students for eventually and start to teach it as its own modality. Um, but I liken it to tuning people up, or as we were talking about, we started off with electronics, the so circle back around, um, you know how everything needs updating all the time now, your iPhone, right. everything needs updating. Well, so do human beings, you know, our, yeah. our DNA, that junky DNA or whatever, or our pineal gland needs an upgrade. And so the work that I do, I get you on the massage table, fully clothed, and I will use every technique I have. I will use my massage therapist techniques. Um, I will use the Reiki. I'll use my own personal healing modalities. I will use breath. I will use crystals. Um, usually when people leave from sessions with me, um, they, it's very accelerated healing. So I, I remember one time, not that long ago, I had a client sit up and she goes, whoa, that was like five years of therapy in 45 minutes. And I was like, yep. So I do offer yes. an intuitive counseling aspect. I am trauma informed. I've literally studied trauma and psychology, um, in order to be able to provide, uh, my clients with as much information and tools possible to heal. So I work with the nervous system. Um, we talk about spiritual things on the spiritual aspect. And um, when people get up, usually they are stunned, quite frankly, by what they've experienced. Um, uh -huh. And then it varies from there. You know, some people are exhilarated and feel just fantastic. Some people weight, so much weight has been lifted off. And, you know, you think that that's an automatic, like I feel lighter, I feel better, but that's not always the case. Sometimes you feel exhausted. <laughs> Sometimes when that weight yes. has finally been lifted off of you, you actually yes. go into like burnout mode of like yes. exhaustion. I, 
I had that Absolutely. when Sheena did. I don't even know what dimension we were in at, at one point, but I ended up messaging her because I felt so yeah. exhausted and wiped out that usually I felt like you said the weight was lifted and I felt, you know, ready to go and take it on the day. And, but that once that session that we did, man, I'll tell you that wiped me out. Yeah. 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 I remember. So it's nice. Or to sometimes see people feel um, like bounce off the you know, table, but then they start to process, you know, the stuff that was released or brought up and can have a little yeah. healing crises or go into grief after that. You know, healing is not Butter, butterflies right. and rainbows all the oh, time. Nice no. yeah. I think I even went into crying. I think yes. I cried a lot. I think it a, a lot of anxiety, a lot of anxiety came up and I did a lot of crying. And I remember texting Sheena and I was like, I have so much anxiety and I'm crying and I'm driving, you know, like there was just so much, but she kept, she was um, so awesome with just communicating with me and letting me know this is part of the process. You're okay. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so, but if somebody uh -huh. wanted to um, book an appointment, how would they do that? How would they do that? So that'll be on my website. There's a link and um, my in-person sessions current. Yeah. Intuitive encounters.com. Um, if um, it, it's all done through my website, I don't like give out my personal number okay. or anything. So okay. <clears throat> um and I do in person Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at this point, but that's all on my website. And, you okay. know, I don't, we don't need to get to, but that's my last, my office is in West Lafayette. And um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great thing to bring to the community. And before you got on, because you were having the technical difficulties, Jen, Sheena and I were talking about, you know, starting to get some of the healers together to meet yes. one another and network and, just this very exact thing, what we're doing tonight, you know, to support one another, to use one another's services, first of all, um, but yeah. also to be able to say, hey, you should see Sheena. She has this, you know, expertise or she's good at this because we're not all meant for every client. They're not all meant for us. Or I believe people should have a team. I've been, I've been saying that my clients more and more. Where's your team? Who's your massage therapist? Who's your chiropractor? Who's your acupuncturist? Um, I even have like, I have a, um, a local esthetician who came to get Reiki so that she could, or Reiki attuned so she could offer that into her, um, you know, facials and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the local, um, there's a little art studio, classroom and studio downtown on main street, flourish art studio. And Amanda Kennedy owns it and she is rightfully a healer. And she doesn't just naturally claim that out loud to most people. But she is, and her RC is a healing place. I've been there, my kids have been going there for years. Like it's a space where you walk in and you feel welcome as you are, which is that in itself as a healing modality. So, yeah. you know, some people might they take on the label of healers, but we are all doing some, some kind of work in the community and we have the option to be helping one another. So I think I'm getting off on a yeah. tangent, but I just, I want us to unite. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. So Jen, I agree get you that. some tarot cards and let's do the thing. Yeah, right? Yes, yes. And go live. Go live yeah. in the group. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, once you get enough confirmation, you're not even going to question where you're going to go. Yeah. I've looked at tarot cards, but I they just look so 
confusing. It's like there's just so, yeah. so much to it's, learn. It's just a tool. It's totally just a tool. Just a tool. And the key yeah. is finding. I don't use them anymore, but I started out with tarot and um, to learn more of the divin divination stuff. And um, it's just a tool. The key is really finding the pack that um, the card set that speaks to you. You know, like. That's um, true. I have a, a 13 year old in my life and she got a cat set. Like it's all cats, the you know, the pictures and stuff. And, yeah. you know, when I look at it, it doesn't speak to me as much. I can get it done because I'm experienced with it, but it doesn't really speak to me. I'm more like goddesses or, you know, but there's so many, you can find so many. So if you can find one that speaks to you, then it's not as daunting because that means you look at the pictures and you receive some kind of input, especially because you clearly do have some uh, visual stuff as well, you know, that clairvoyance aspect where you see energy and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. the visual aspect will be key for you to get comfortable with it. That's my take anyways. Yeah, that's true. Sheena, do you use any tools? Um, doing my Reiki yourself? I only use crystals. Okay. Right now. Love um, me some I crystals. Have, I do, me too. I do have some tarot. I, but the, the, my favorite pack is, um, the moon. I have a moon pack and the moon has always drawn me. Yeah. I've, I always get drawn to the moon. Yeah, I get drawn to the moon much. just, I go outside and if I see the moon, I'm like, oh. yes, I know it's there, I see it every day, but every time I look at it, it's like, you know? Very so much the moon. I've been that way since I was a kid. I always was fascinated with the moon. So yeah. the moon it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be speaking of that. I just hosted a goddess gathering on the new moon on Saturday. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. We did a rage meditation to so literally release rage. And then mm -hmm. we honored the autumn equinox and did a ritual yeah. surrounding that and like a clearing. And um, it was really, really magical. And I would like to host more of those things for women to come yes. together in particular to convene like women or women identifying people to convene yeah, like we do with know. women. I was just yeah. saying, I need that. Yeah. yeah. We do. I need I, the rage. I, yeah, yeah, me too. Me well, too. Yes, and Ridge, and according to Reiki, the rage <laughs> is associated with your kidneys too. And I notice, like sometimes if I have like I'm getting a lot of anger built up or something, then I get pain in my kidney that, area. That happened to me. Remember when I was very, very angry at my daughter, like, uh -huh. like severely yeah. angry. Like I was looking for a place in this town that like you could just go and be destructive, like bash That's dishes. Coming soon. Is coming. it? Is that one of those is coming soon? I, okay, like, good. Like, connected I to the roller just... skating rink. Awesome, because I was just like. They don't have a roller skating need... rink already? I I was, I'm sorry? They yeah, don't they have a roller skating rink. Oh, they okay. have a skating rink. I kept thinking to myself, we need this to be here because yeah, I need this coming. to be here. Oh, well, yeah. more confirmation for the both of us, because I literally was just having this conversation about this place like an hour ago in the car with my family. We're talking yeah. about the rage place. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to mess up Let me tell shit. you this. So I don't want to totally freak anyone out. However, um, when I led this rage meditation, I was just intuitively guided, surprise, and just <laughs> off the cuff led this meditation. And um, I've been to one before, so I had some inspiration, you know, but I didn't like write it out or plan it out or like Google any other kind. I just was like, I'll just let spirit speak through me. So I ended up also encouraging the women to um, pull up, you know, the earth's rage, the rage that the earth has at humans destroying her and then ancestral lineage rage. And then we, you know, cycloned it through. <laughs> oh, you just wait, you wait how this story turns out. 
And, um, and then we pulled up our own present day rage, you know, anything that harm has come to us, people have things that people have done to us and we, and we screamed it out. Well, one of the participants um, is not comfortable in anger, much less rage. So she stepped out of the circle and decided not to participate, which is fine. These circles are, we meet each other where they're at. Um, And, but there's no way she heard that screaming and didn't feel that energy and like not have it reverberate off of her, which we found out true ended up being later, how true that was later when um, she was sitting against a tree a little bit later, about an hour later, and things were kind of wrapping up. A little bit of movement was happening. People maybe getting ready to go home and whatnot. And I go over to her because I realized she might not be feeling well. And so I, I bend down and I say, hey, are you okay? And she said, no. And then she kind of was like squirming and started doing this movement. And, and she looked like her face was starting to contort, like emotions, like maybe she was holding back emotions. And all of a sudden I just realized what was happening. And I said, oh my God, is this the rage? Is the rage trying to come out? This was the woman who didn't let the rage out earlier. And she oh my said, gosh, yes, she said, yes. And then she let out a blood curdling scream and she did not stop screaming for four hours. I'm not kidding. Oh, I just four. got goosebumps all no, over no, my no. body. You said four hours? Four, four hours. hours. Screaming, moaning, groaning, growling, like four. I'm talking, it started 11 o'clock at night. We didn't get into bed. It, we, this is outside in nature. We were camping and there was just one other woman there at this point. Everyone finally left after she started screaming her head off. And um, we crawled into the tent at 3.30. Yeah. 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 Sheena, yeah. you need to be there. I tell you, I go to bed by 5 a.m. girls. So you better get all this. <laughs> yeah, but there was, I was tracking. You better get all that screaming time. out by then. Yeah. I, I will be honest. Like it was phenomenal. It was fascinating. It was the most beautiful expression of raw, primal, feral human experience. Would have been if I saw that. Oh my God. It was, it was a little traumatic. I'm not going to lie, but, um, it was, it was also ancestral lineage rage and her body yeah. also started to act out some of these like past life scenes <sighs> and was- ancestral lineage stuff. That was interesting. And, um, she, like her body contort. she wasn't just sitting there screaming. Her body was like contorting into things. And like, it was really, really, really intense. And then at one point, um, she kind of was up on her knees and like, thrown back and I don't know if she was like hollering into the sky or what and the forecast was completely clear for the whole night but at that moment thunder clapped raining lightning struck and then it started raining on us and I'm looking at her and then I look back at the other lady like did you just fucking see that too like we're we're seeing this right like this is this is happening right and you know my friend gave me a nod like yes we're this is happening you know and and, you know, and the, the, but the funniest part is in my head, I'm thinking, well, I guess we're just going to get wet. And all I can do is hope that it doesn't keep lightning and thundering because that seems a little dangerous. But what am I supposed to do? Tap her out at that point? Like, hey, right, so no. I know you're like in intense rage. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but we need you. Yeah. yeah. But we really need to wrap this up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. yes. And so I'm looking at her going, well okay so this is how this is happening and it just rained for a while but um she grew in her power and 
she was fighting she back. Did she days. remember? Did yes, she, like, she was totally she lucid afterwards. That was the most amazing part. I thought she was going to, oh. she was exhausted afterwards. Oh, I'm sure. Um, oh, I'm sure she was. Oh my I had to God. Ground oh, that... her. I had to ground her at one point because I realized she was looping and she was stuck yeah. in these memories. And I was like, ooh. Oh, and at that point, I remember thinking, God, this has already been like three hours long. How long is this? Like, I'm getting kind of tired. Like, I used to be a birth doula, so I've been to several births, like just to you know, to support women. And as magical and fascinating as amazing birth is, when that shit goes on for like twelve hours, it's also a little boring for the people that aren't actually birthing. Like you kind of sit there twiddling your thumb at some point. It's just reality. So I yeah. did have a couple of moments of that where I was like, I'm a little tired and I'm kind of wet, like. But she just kept on, and I, I was not going to stop her process. I just tracked yeah. her the whole time to make sure she was in safe space. And so finally, though, she started into a storyline that I realized I recognized. Like, I knew this storyline. And so then I was like, that must mean that I've seen it multiple times, and that must mean she's in a loop or she's stuck, and I'm not here for that. So I went and basically <laughs> She's like, I got to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're done real. with this. Yeah. yeah. So I like literally went over and I called her name and I grabbed her and she's thrashing about. I'm like, I need you to come into your body. We need to be done with this portion of the program. You have cycled through this. You're stuck. And I just kept calling her name. And I literally was like, it's 2022. This is where we're at. This is who I am. And she didn't, it's not like she ever really lost sight of that. But when that stuff was coming through, I can't say it was always her for sure, to be honest, but, um, it was fascinating. So I don't expect that to happen at Rage Meditations very often. I think that's like a one out of a hundred times that that's, people are going to go off into that space, but maybe for the rest of us, it was exhilarating. It was relieving. Yeah. Like there was a lot of, um, actually multiple people were feeling anxious about that meditation and they were like, well, I'll give it a try or I might not yell, but I'll stand here. Like, it'll be okay. And then there was a few of us that were like, let's go, you know, let's do it. And I was like, well, listen, I'm very loud, like really loud. And I have, I've been breathing, deep breathing for 20 years. Like it's the one tool I've been using for healing for myself for that long. So I have great lung capacity so I can scream loud and for a long time. So I was like, I got you all. Even if none of you scream, I got you. Yeah, you got go through <laughs> several screams and those who are comfortable just giving it hell right away, do so. The more timid ones kind of listen. They feel a little shocked, but then they feel their own stuff kind of surface. And then by the third scream, yeah. they're in, you know? Yep. So, yep. um, and at the end, we all stood there and like, we were like, oh, are we, you know, we're in such a chill space before. Like that was one comment that was made was like, yeah, I'm here for this. You know, I'm interested, but also like, we're really chill right now. I hope it doesn't like ruin the vibe. And so um, it didn't, it absolutely elevated it because rage used in a powerful way and in a way of coming together and in the way of healing is releasing and relieving and empowering. It's not the same yeah. as when you go rage on someone to spew your hatred or your anger and to disempower them. That's not the same thing as a rage meditation. A rage meditation is to pull your stuff up and let that shit go. Release it to the right. universe. Release it to spirit to transmute it and bring it back down to the positive. And that's what happened. Like afterwards, we were all flushed and we shook it out. We that's all agreed that we're, that we're vibrating like in a really positive space. And then we went and then we did like a smoke cleansing um, ceremony um, with some Palo Santo. And then, um, 
And then we settled into this autumn equinox ritual. It was beautiful. So I know it sounds intimidating and that story makes it sound really intimidating, but really, I just want to talk about that story because it just happened a few days ago and I'm still (laughs) fascinated. Like I'm still processing. Oh, I bet. I was vibrating for like three days. Like I would just lay in bed at night, like. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she was feral, feral and primal. It was glorious. Wow. I want to yeah. do that. Sometimes I really yeah. feel like howling at the moon, like a wolf. Yes. She and we got held back times. at with coyotes. We got held back at by coyotes after we screamed. Really? All of a sudden in the background, there was like, ah, ah, ah. There yeah. was coyotes. And we were like, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Wow. Was that's, awesome. So, that's pretty incredible. It is incredible. So I want to do yeah. some more of those. Um, and I'm gathering resources. Yes, I'm gathering resources to make that happen because that is an outside nature thing. Like screaming like that indoors, I think would be yeah too loud. But like I probably be the next one screaming until four a.m. Yeah, she's gonna be like, well, hey, bring it back together, girl. (laughs) Not until you loop. I'll let you go until I realize you're looping. Then I'm like, all right, let's. Then we will wrap it up after that. She's looped (laughs) ten times. Yeah, stick together. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it just goes to show the power of people and what's really inside of us that we need to release and, 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 right. and um, the possibility. And she, afterwards, the way she described herself, like the next day, she got some sleep, she was exhausted. And then she said she felt clear. She felt capable. She felt confident. Ooh. You know, Amazing. she wasn't like, yeah. And we've just been processing for many days, but um, holding space is one of the things that I would say I'm best at. I'm extremely extremely comfortable in very extreme situations of human experience whether that's bipolar mania at its highest I've dealt with that several times a couple times birth death I've been a part of those multiple times and everything in between um like as soon as she uh, she screamed I was just like oh and this is what I'm doing now you know like everybody else didn't exist and I was just like honed in and I was like here we are and I just I just stood solid like a tree the whole time while I was moving with her. But, you know, I didn't waver. I just said, I thought it was the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen. I thought it was beautiful. It was a little frightening at times. It was definitely alarming a couple of times, but I I never felt scared, but just sort of like, whoa, this is like a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I was just like, this is phenomenal. Yeah. 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 I'd be like, give me that acupuncture. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to clear some meridians quickly. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was thinking, we got shit to do to, today. Yeah, she needs to come in and get a. She needs to come in and get a Reiki or some kind of energy breathwork session to kind of keep. You know, like keep I went going. to my one. I went to one of my healers. I was like, okay, can you help me? Process oh, I this? bet and you she, did. Yeah, she yeah. could still feel it in me. That I just it was just today, so almost a week later, and she said, "You're still in a sympathetic nervous system response to that activated response of like, what do I need to do? Who do I need to be helping? How do I go? Because that's the mode I get yeah. in." Um, and so she helped kind of ground me and get me back in my body a little more. I've been working on it all week, um, but it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Awesome, yeah. man. That sounds, oh, that's, incredible. I want to experience that. I want to yeah. do something I'll do like that. One. Yeah. I'll do one soon. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I guess, okay. um, what are we- we should like just wrap it up now. We've been on for like an hour. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So wrap it up now. But it was so good having you, Jamie. Yeah. So thank you so much. I feel like we covered all kinds of fun topics. Yes. Yeah. There's lots more we could talk about, but yes. Time is on the essence. That's like your three hour podcast, where people are like, by the way, we did not listen to that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was yes. got to come back to it. it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Jen sounds so, so um, uh, tired right now. She's like monotone. I, I know. I am getting very, very tired. I, the other, just yes. yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, my daughter called me. She was driving home from work. It was like 11 o'clock. I fell asleep while she was talking to me on the phone. <laughs> and she called me today and she's like, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm really sorry. It's never happened to me before. Yeah, I know this tired energy this week. I've been feeling it. My kids have been feeling it. And when I've been out in public, multiple people have specified, like, I'm so like that, like wanting to just fall asleep all day at work, wherever, wherever. Mm -hmm. So something this week has been heavier and tired for sure. Yeah, I've seen it across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Last weekend, I was just sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. Yeah. What is this sleeping spell? Yeah. I just fall asleep and then for like, 20 minutes and I wake up and then I fall back asleep again. Right. I'm yeah. Like, Why am I so tired? I like napping and resting. So I yeah. like to be horizontal as much as possible. I lay down. I take yeah. a nap every day. Like it's like a 20 minute power nap, but I take them. Yeah. Most days. That's that nice. Is good. That is yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's poor real. Jen. Oh, poor baby. Yeah. Well, I'm so, I know. I'm so happy <laughs> I ran into you at the pool. Yes. Like, literally so sat fun. right yes. next to me. I, I was know. like, yes. it was so meant to be. Like, it was so obviously this is the way it we got was. in conversation. And then your daughter rolled up and then you were talking mm-hmm. about Cena. And I was like, okay, there's more. So I'm glad we're finally connecting because I've, I've honestly been kind of waiting because I knew it that day too. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to know more about her and I'm going to meet Sheena yeah. at some point. So yeah. <laughs> I appreciate y'all so much. Thanks for having yeah. me on. Oh, you're mm-hmm. welcome. Yeah, I kept Thank it on the schedule. I was like, Jamie's going to have to be our first one, you know? Yes, yes, she kept saying that because we've got a few lined up and yeah, she just great. kept saying, Jamie's going to be the Jamie. first one. Jamie. I said, okay, Thank okay, you. okay. Yay. Yes. Oh, before I before we end though, speaking of one thing that I do, um, I have a free or donation based um cacao ceremony coming up, and that's August October eighth, um, of twenty twenty two, and that's here in West Lafayette, and it is going to be so October eighth, which is a Saturday from two to four thirty, and so cacao is um just one of those Mother Earth medicine type of things, like it's the like mm-hmm. actual like cacao pod before it becomes chocolate, you know, and we're not talking like. Oh, okay. Hershey or call it cacao. Call it cacao. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when done in a ritual manner, it Uh is something that can help you connect to the mother earth and as well as to your heart center. And, um, it's just this very like opening process. So I'm really into seasonal living and just honoring the seasons and living one with mother earth and stuff. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I'm really into autumn equinox right now. So this is just another type of autumn equinox of like honoring that, like slowing down and going more inward. So we're going to do some self-reflection piece with the cacao ceremony. So that's here in West Lafayette. So um, I know your podcast will be recorded and out there forever. So again, it's October 2022 that we're talking about. Um, but it's also listed on my website. And like I said, it is a free ticket. So there's only 10 spaces though, because we want to keep it small. I'm hosting okay. it with um, Dr. Angelica Kokalis, and sorry, Kokalis, 
Um, she's a local acupuncturist and she's amazing. It's actually at her space in West Lafayette. We should, you should hold a two tickets to one for me, one for Jen. Yeah, yes, for just, sure. Yes. Wait, you go on the website and get them. They're just, you, you know, intuitive okay. encounters, www.intuitiveencounters.com. Okay. And go, go grab the two arms. tickets. It has to be done on the website or That's it. I can't I'm already keep track on. Of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you go under services, right. um, then you'll see the cacao ceremony. And I would love relays to come. And it's a great opportunity to have just a little experience of my work and coming together. And we can meet in person. It'd be fun. Well, uh, Jen and I have already uh, met in person, but again, <laughs> mm-hmm. October oh, yeah. 8th. Yeah. next saturday that's yes, next saturday next, right yes. next saturday yes. yep yep so that's how you laser on it like books. okay i know look at us yeah. you could tell because our yeah, yeah. see it on our <laughs> yeah i'm getting it so good it's gonna be lots of fun what'd she say for those who are listening is it it's um wait where do we find it again services it's under Three services. Dashes. services okay yeah the under services link and then down it says cacao ceremony october 8th okay. i'm i'm in yay my, i just got my text message yay dana okay i'm gonna stop message? the rec- i'm gonna stop the recording yeah. or is that okay. good we're good yeah. all right yes yeah. so thank you jamie for thank joining you. us on going in yes bye okay.